What you are about to hear is a labor of love. Our love is for the music, and the music is for the people. We at Rockstrikes 10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, and or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels, or hopefully by the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. Okay, so as promised, I promised you, friends of the show out there, that between some of these epic year retrospective countdowns, and I'll be going old school here on Rock Strikes 10, doing an old school theme show. And I'm bringing back a theme that I have not done in about five years and change. I did three of these in 2018, and I haven't done another one since then. But let's write that wrong. Bring it back. Crack the code. This is going to be the fourth one. So if you are a new friend of the show, I'll explain it to you. And just in case, there's probably really, really good friends of the show that don't know what's going on. So let's get into it. All you got to do, you can either get out your phone, whatever notepad you use on your phone to leave yourself reminders and notes if you do that. I use that actually to log my records. So go to Google Doc if you got it or just get a pad and pencil, old school, or a pen. A pen that you paid money for so that you would feel bad if you lost it. So <laughs> anything you need to do. All you got to do is write down the band name and the song name. And then in hopes you can crack the code before the show is over. It's weird for such an easy theme on paper, no pun intended, that 
it's actually really been hard for me to pick songs for this because I get into like, oh, I want to play this one, I want to play this one because there's so many options you have when you do the Crack the Code because it's all letters. But I decided to do something I haven't done before on the show. So a little extra bonus for you and I out there. So yeah, it'll all make sense here at the end of the show. So even if you're not playing along, shame on you if you're not playing along. But we're going to play the songs anyway. So do you have everything you need ready to jot down the first song in case you didn't Shazam it or Google it or whatever? That was Riverboat Gamblers. And the song was called Rent is Due. Riverboat Gamblers, Rent is Due. So there you go. That's the first song right here. We're going to go right into the next song here. I never need an excuse to play this song. This is one of my favorite songs of the 21st century. And I've often said this song deserved better it was released as a single and it did nothing and it's one of my favorite songs by this band so i really thought when i first heard this song okay this is their next big crossover single and it was not to be and when you hear it if if this is the first time you've heard it or if you haven't heard it in a while you'll probably think the same thing like this song rules it should have been a big hit and most people even non-fans of this band should know it because it should have been on the radio constantly and it's old enough now that it could be potentially maybe played on like some of the older radio stations. Although they don't seem to really get into new material of the 21st century. At least most classic rock stations don't. And that's why things like Sirius XM and podcasts exist to fill in those blanks for real music fans like yourselves, like me, like anybody that actually gives a shit about music. Okay, rant over. Let's get into the next one. I'll just tell you what this is so you can write it down and relax and enjoy this tune. This is ACDC with Anything Goes. Turn it up.
an album that is now 15 years old, believe it or not, Black Ice, the third to latest album by ACDC, and that was Anything Goes. And yeah, am I not correct about this? What a great, catchy, very pop-oriented single, but a great ACDC song nonetheless that deserves better. So much so, so they were playing that song live at the beginning of that tour, like on the first leg of the Black Ice tour, they were playing Anything Goes, and I missed the first leg, actually, because they did come to Dallas twice. And unfortunately, I missed it the first time around. But I got to go see it for my one and only time seeing that band, which is ridiculous. Saw the second leg of the Black Ice Tour. And by then, they had dropped Anything Goes. They were still playing the title track of Black Ice and stuff like Big Jack, which makes no sense to me. Anything Goes. Got the shaft. Very sad. But it was a great show, nonetheless. Speaking of great shows, I really should have put over the fact that the first band you heard right there, Riverboat Gamblers, one of the best live bands on the planet that you could possibly go see right now. Go see them if they come to your neck of the woods. They're very Texas-based. They actually started off about a half hour from where I live in Denton, Texas. They live in Austin, Texas now. But if you see them out and about playing shows, go see them because they fucking rule live. Great. And always bring the energy. And the crowd is compelled to reflect that energy. I've seen it a couple of times now in the flesh. And it's tremendous. Okay. But yes, of course, ACDC looks like they may be going out again. They just finished up a set at the Power Trip Festival. Their first show in 100 years. So here's hoping, right? It seems like everything will be right in the world if they can actually tour Power Up. And they haven't done that because of COVID. So... If they don't tour this record, it's going to be super mega weird and it'll make that album almost not mean as much. And that album deserves to be heralded for sure. Okay, let's get back into the show and the list and the music here. So you got all those written down so far. Okay, this would be a good time to mention that if you're compelled to write down numbers at any point, don't do it. Just spell everything out and you'll you'll be a lot better off in getting to cracking the code, if you will. So the next one right here, another band that I've seen live. I, let's see, looking down this list, I think I've seen six out of the ten bands here. And, man, need to get back into this record. I was playing the shit out of this when it came out a handful of years ago. This band from Philly called Nothing. Just Nothing. There you go. So the band is called Nothing. This is off of their awesome record called Tired of Tomorrow. If you're going to get into this band, go listen to this album first, top to bottom. Then they got a previous record from that, and just go from there. But definitely get into this record here, Tired of Tomorrow by Nothing. And like I said, don't forget to write out the numbers here. And this song right here, very cool, very atmospheric, yet emotionally heavy track right here from Nothing called 1990 Heaven. Check it out. Thank you. 
Ah, yes, there you go. And that's definitely a ballad by their standards. Uh, they do get into heavier stuff throughout their discography, but really dig that tune, and it fits the Crack the Code theme here on the show today. But yes, that was nothing with 1990 Heaven. Hope you enjoyed that. We'll cool out song there for a little bit. Going to kind of ease out of the ballad thing here, but really sticking with the really cool atmospheric modern hard rock type sounds. With this band right here, who I haven't played in a few years on the show as well, and need to rectify that right now. The band, they don't have a huge discography because they're considered a part-time, like, supergroup, whatever, for lack of a better term, kind of thing, whenever their other bands aren't working. But this band right here, Gone is Gone. And if you haven't checked them out, you definitely should. They have a couple of full links and an EP. And really, the EP is basically a full length. It's about a half hour anyway. So they got three records out. You got to go check them out. And what makes them a quote-unquote supergroup... Uh, two Troys right here, Troy Von Lewin and Troy Sanders. Troy is mostly known for being in Queens of the Stone Age. He was in Perfect Circle as well. And then you got Troy Sanders from Mastodon. And uh, the drummer of the band is actually this guy, Tony Hajar. He's a Texan by trade. So yeah, big ups to that guy. He played drums for At The Drive-In. I, I, I know he played for Sparta. I don't know if they're still a thing or not. I wasn't a big Sparta guy. But playing it at the drive-in will get you cred with me. But yes, this band right here, Gone is Gone, definitely give him a chance. And one thing I really dig about him is that if I had to describe him, I really would take the sum of all the bands that they're known for. <laughs> so real bang-up job there by doing that. Because very rarely, honestly, do I hear that in some of these bands that are put together like this. But yes. So as you got your writing tools out, this is Gone is Gone. And the song is called Gift. Enjoy. Fire! 
Okay, yes. And was I not right about that band? If you haven't heard them before, if that was your first time hearing Gone is Gone, it really does sound like Mastodon meets Queens of the Stone Age meets At the Drive-In. At least I think they do. But yeah, of course, a ton of talent in that band. Gone is Gone right there from their first full-length album, their second official release. The album's called Echolocation. I'd say just go in order. And I remember the EP being a little more on the down low, like stylistically, musically. And the Echolocation album was a little more rocking, if memory serves me correct. But I need to go back into it. If you've never done it, go into it all the way. You only got three records to check out. You can easily knock that out in half of your work shift. So there you have it. But yes, let's get over to the next thing right here. A band that will more than likely be represented in the upcoming 1993 best of albums super retrospective thing that i'm working on i'm almost done with it but yeah this band will almost definitely make the list you're just gonna have to stay tuned and find out where they landed but yes enough's enough and we're gonna play something here that the first time i heard this when i picked up a greatest hit cd of theirs i was very happy to get one because at that time buying cds and everything it was hard to get a hold of some of the newer enough's enough stuff or just anything by them, and I was a fan, but a handful of the albums didn't seem to get released domestically, and if they did, it was very hard to get still. But yes, went ahead and picked this Best Of up, and nice surprise there inside the Best Of. Of course, at that point, I was happy that they were the original versions of the songs, (laughs) because a lot of you guys know, if you were buying CDs back in the 90s, if you saw that Cleopatra label on there, you were definitely taking a heavy roll of the dice. But thankfully on this one, original versions and this cool cover right here of this cheap trick song so here is enough's enough doing their version of everything works if you let it
there you go. Some kick-ass rock and roll right there by Enough's Enough doing a great version of Cheap Tricks. Everything works if you let it. And went back, and th this one fell out of my memory bank right here. Although I do own this record, so I don't know why it just fell out of my head, but I guess because it was a cover. That song originally came off of the album Paraphernalia from 1998. And looking through the notes here, uh, this is great right here. I didn't even plan this. One of my guys, guest tracks on this, Billy Corgan, with some additional killer electric distorted guitar right there, Mr. Billy Corgan. So if you're wondering why there was just such an overload of guitar greatness right there on that track, it's because Mr. Corgan was in the house providing that as well, on top of the Enough's Enough greatness. Nice to see the Chicago music scene getting along right there. I know they're both fans of each other, so that's really cool. And I knew at some point that Rick Nielsen of Cheap Trick guessed it on something by Enough's Enough, and he actually guessed on that record, just not on the Cheap Trick song. So there you have it. Classic Rick Nielsen right there, just keeping people guessing. So let's get into this one right here. And full confession here, and speaking of cover songs, the first time I ever heard this song was via a cover version, as I would think probably most people, most American audiences for sure, the first time they heard songs by this band was probably through cover songs. Most famously, Guns N' Roses doing this band's song called Nice Boys. But yes, Rose Tattoo right here. This song right here, the first time I heard it, was actually being done by Nashville Pussy. They do a great cover of this. On uh, There's this EP of covers that they put out as a promo back when their first album came out. I believe the promo EP was called Eat More Pussy. But yes, if my memory serves me correctly, this song was on there. I don't think it was on the proper album, but I just remember the EP had all covers. And speaking of ACDC earlier on, they also do a great version of Kicked in the Teeth on that EP, I know for sure. Uh, but yes, we're going back to the original here. You know, Years later, I finally got some Rose Tattoo records and CDs. So I have some vinyl and some CDs and stuff like that. Just a great band, proof positive that not nearly enough Australian rock and roll bands made it into the ears of audiences that do not live in their country. But yes, Rose Tattoo, let's turn it up right here for Rock and Roll Outlaw.
yes, there you go. Rose Tattoo with Rock and Roll Outlaw off of their self-titled record right there. I believe it's their debut album, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, great rock and roll right there. And clearly, by their sound, I know a lot of people, whenever Airborne came out about 15 years ago or so, they were like, oh, they're just ripping off ACDC because they're Australian and it makes sense. But really, Airborne's influence is a conglomerate of all the great Australian rock and roll bands. And they'll be the first to tell you that Rose Tattoo was a very important band for them. And you can definitely hear it in their music and and with the leaders and the followers right there. And it's all good and it's all great for rock and roll. So get into some Rose Tattoo if you haven't done that yet. If GNR didn't do it for you in 88 or 89, then maybe hopefully just hearing them their original version will get you on them. So yes, Angry Anderson, one of the great frontmen and singers of all time as well, of course. You could tell by that track. So this next one right here, another very underappreciated band. Uh, in their circle, they're a big deal, but outside of it, you, you'll be hard-pressed to find anybody that really knows much about them. And that's not me being snobby. It's just the way it is. But this band right here, I first heard about them through some obvious channels in the late 90s. Because if you're following rock and roll, if you're a 90s kid, obviously the Foo Fighters is probably a decently big deal for you. And they're still going strong, which is awesome. They just freaking played Saturday Night Live last week. Arguably the biggest rock band on the planet right now. So yes, the first time I heard about this band was through the Foo Fighters because... Whenever Pat Smear left the band to go do some other stuff, they replaced him with a guy named Franz Stahl. And at the time, I remember seeing interviews with Dave and Franz and everybody in the band. And I maintained this stuff in the back of my mind. I remember him saying, well, I know Franz. I used to play in a band with him called Scream back in D.C. And so I was like, well, that's cool. I'll go look him up and... Finally got a hold of, you know, a handful of the CDs. Got a hold of a CD that contained their first two releases, Still Screaming and This Side Up. And that CD, super important to me. I played that thing a lot. And I still love that release. To the point where the CD became the real thing. So now you have to buy those things individually, like if you want them on vinyl or something like that. So it just seems incomplete to me. But yeah, man, what a cool freaking band. Much like what Bad Brains did at that point, being an influence on the DC hardcore scene, they weren't just punk rock and hardcore punk. There's elements of hard rock, there's elements of reggae in there, and obviously The Clash were the ones that really made that safe for a lot of bands to do as well. Uh, But it's all good. Scream, one of the better bands to come out of that area. So do yourselves a favor and listen to some Scream. So yeah, it's just Scream when you look it up, as opposed to The Scream from Los Angeles, the John Karabi band. Uh, Both cool bands. Uh, But yeah, I was actually guilty of not going outside of those first two albums. So it took a long time for me to listen to those other records. And there was this record they put out in 88 called No More Censorship. And the bag on this record is that it's pretty poorly mixed. Now, people might say, oh, punk rock records, they don't sound good. Well, that's that's bullshit. This one just wasn't mixed well. I got a goddamn degree in production and engineering, and this mix on this album blows. But thankfully, a handful of years ago, I think like uh, five, six years ago, something like that, Dave Grohl and Franz Stahl actually wanted to basically right the wrong of the poor sound on this album. Because Dave's like, well, this is the first Scream album I played on. Because, <laughs> yeah, Dave was not an original member of this band. So he's like, this is the first album I played on. And he just wanted it to be right. He wanted it to sound good enough to where people would actually want to listen to it. So a remix of this came out in 2017 called NMC, which stands for No More Censorship, 17. So... Looking up the notes, uh, just seeing stuff online about this record, I definitely missed the boat. It was a Record Store Day only release as far as the last time it ever came out on vinyl. Hopefully there's going to be a repressing or maybe one that I missed, but I got to pick this one up now because I had no idea about the existence of this record. So I'm so excited about learning this is I'm going to go ahead and play the remix version because I had originally had the original version pulled for this episode, but I was like, let's go remix So you can really hear the band sound great. And it's a remix in the sense of it's cleaned up and it just sounds better. sounds like a real album. So here you go. Here's the Dave Grohl era of Scream right here. So you'll hear Dave on the drums. You can't miss him. And of course the Stahl Brothers on there. 
Robert Lee Davidson and Skeeter Thompson rounding out the band. This is Scream with Something in My Head. Turn it up. Some high energy right there from Scream. It was something in my head from the album, officially from the album NMC17. That's the remix of No More Censorship. So yes, I think the buildup actually delivered when you finally hear that song. Just a great band. So go check out all of the Scream stuff. Okay, let's keep the high energy going right here. and Let's just get right back into the music. One of the great bands of the 21st century, Wildlife. W-Y-L-D-L-I-F-E. This is from their second full-length album called The Time Has Come to Rock and Roll. Here is Wildlife with Wasted. Louder than I should 
right there with wasted get all the wildlife stuff if you remotely like rock and roll and i'm assuming you do because you're listening to this show but get on all the wildlife stuff some of the best rock and roll of the last decade and according to them or unless they're just teasing it and they don't mean it they're working on a new record so that'll be nice they are overdue to get out a new record in my opinion after having one of the best records of the year 2020 the year of the snake so looking forward to that new record they don't post on facebook much anymore but they seem to be pretty active on instagram so go where the cool kids are go over to instagram and follow them wildlife boys on there they they posted a photo the other day and they looked not like themselves shall we say like they looked a little bit more hipsterish they were like, this new record's going to be a bit different. And then someone was like, oh, okay, how is it like? And they're like, no, we're just kidding. It's going to be the same old shit. <laughs> so thank God. Thank the rock gods. The wildlife is working on the same old shit because that's what we love, right? I love it. Okay. Getting over to this other band here, a band that's on hold right now currently because of the leader of this band is with the band he's most known for. It's got to be equally a blessing and a burden to be in that much demand and have that much talent to where more than one band is relying on you to give them their time. But yes, this band right here that put in a lot of great work for about a decade before Nick Anderson got back with the helicopters full time, talking about Imperial State Electric. And man, once again, much like Wildlife or a few of the other bands I mentioned on this show, a band from this century that puts out amazing rock and roll. And it just happens to fit here in the Crack the Code theme. I hope you haven't forgotten the list here. We're working on a list. So yes, Imperial State Electric is the next band. And this song is called It Ain't What You Think, It's What You Do. A mind that's cured But a heart full of good intentions 
from the 2015 record called Honk Machine. That was Imperial State Electric with It Ain't What You Think, It's What You Do. All right, hope you enjoyed that. I know I sure did. And we're getting to the last song right here. And as luck would have it, or possibly by design, another recent band that I am all about, this band right here. And I don't believe I've ever played anything on the show off of their debut album, but we're about to change that with Night Flight Orchestra coming off of their debut album called Internal Affairs from 2012. And once again, don't forget to spell it out since we're doing a year right here. Night Flight Orchestra, and the song is called 1998.
closing off the show here tonight and finishing up our fourth volume of Crack the Code here on Rock Strikes 10. That was Night Flight Orchestra with 1998 from their debut album, Internal Affairs. I was really fretting over the unfortunate gone-too-soon passing of David Anderson, the guitar player and one of the guys that was leading Night Flight Orchestra. Uh, but it looks like the band will continue from what I can see. They're out playing shows. They've been playing shows this year. They just got done doing a handful of opening dates for Kiss in their homeland. That had to have been exciting for them, I'm sure. And damn it, man, they should have been opening the whole goddamn tour. If they insisted on getting rid of Roth, then they should have brought in someone like Night Flight Orchestra or Danko Jones or Wildlife or any of these other bands I played here on the show. Pass the torch, man. We don't need a fucking painter, and we don't need nepotism either. We need bands like this. So yes, we've come to the end here of Crack the Code, and go ahead and pause if you're still figuring it out, because I'm going to go ahead and spoil it right now. Not much of a team sports guy when it comes to my fandom in everyday life. I do like me some hoop and some hockey. So around here, around these parts here in Dallas, I love me some Mavs, and I love me some Dallas Stars, but... We are a baseball household as well, and we have been to a good amount of Rangers games over the years. And so, as of a couple of days ago, I did get inspired. Since uh, How many times am I going to do this? Well, maybe there's always next year, I suppose. But it's the first ever time in the, what, 50-plus year of the franchise, the Texas Rangers won the World Series the other day, and you would have to be completely switched off to not feel a little bit of town pride and a little bit of buzz off of it even to the biggest non-fan. It's, it, it feels good. It feels good in this town. We needed that win. And for me, for selfish reasons, that just means that the Cowboys are the worst team in Dallas right now. And I freaking love that. I'm here for it. So going out with a bang right here. But yes, if you did crack the code, you would have spelled out Rangers win. And it was so nice. We did it twice. So yes, you can line up both the bands and the song titles and each one of them mirror each letter to spell Rangers win, double R, double A, double N, you get the idea. Assuming towards the end, you did figure it out. You're all smart people. You're listening to this show, right? So, yes, hope you had a good time with me here writing down the songs and rocking out to some really overtly quality tunes here, which is what we do here on Rock Strikes 10. And as I'm recording this episode, I am so, so very close to get going on the big 1993 retrospective I may do one more episode before that, but it's also very possible the next episode you hear from me will be kicking off the odds and ends of 93. So we'll see what happens. You're going to have to stay tuned and stay tuned for the post-game show as well here on the feed. Uh, someone will introduce it, but yes. One more time. Woohoo. Yes, woohoo. Rangers win. We are very excited. Our first ever World Series championship. It feels good. Like I said, I don't do a lot of sports on the show, but it feels good and just made sense to do it so there you have it and plus there are really not a whole lot of songs about baseball in general or even just song titles that help me out with it so i went this route so once again hope you had fun i did till the next episode stay tuned for my better half nola and she's gonna have the plugs followed by the best damn outro song in all the podcasting business take it away nola we would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today you can reach us on facebook or twitter We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, we give our cats Ruby and Ripley a treat. We are on Twitter at RockStrikes10 and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have RockStrikes10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high quality, soft as heck, next level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message for more details or to order. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going all the way back to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, check out some of these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, 
hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. And the I Am Vinyl podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. We also highly recommend that you check out our good friend Mark Striegel, who can now be heard exclusively on Sirius XM as part of Ozzy's Boneyard and Hair Nation. Last, but certainly not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent ya. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun. Game show is brought to you by Christ. I can't find it. The hell with it.